Welcome to My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is Wednesday, the 7th of June, 2017, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your host for the next uh, 60 minutes, um, maybe longer, maybe shorter, who knows. And my co-host is Olivia Lashley, coming to you live from London in the UK. Olivia is an um, expressions coach and an artist, amongst other things. And I am an intrinsic coach and um, an intrinsic coach and choice expert. Uh, what happened there is I've got one of them watches things, you know, that hooks up to the phone and tells you how many steps you walked and didn't walk. And it made me jump, actually, because it just beeped. So that's why I kind of stopped. But anyway, that, that but being said, welcome to the show. Okay. Well, welcome to the show, guys. And today we will be looking at and talking about what's the one thing that is derailing you from your success. So, Liv, how are you? What were you going to say, darling? Oh, I was going to say, but you're sitting down, aren't you? So how come, yes, why did it beep? It, it, it beeped because I have, an, it beeped because it was telling me about my appointment for tomorrow. So everything, if, oh. if I get a text, it beeps. If um, oh right, phone right, right. I'm with you. If, and I'm with I, you. I looked at the thing and I saw a message had come through. You know, if okay. you know, if I sit down too long, it beeps. <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> you know, if you don't walk enough, it beeps. You know, it's one of those. That's that sort of thing. It's not a Fitbit, but it's like that. It's mm. it's very similar to that. So um, I, I just I actually have to get used to it. Um, mm. I had I, it on I, yesterday, I, I, and yeah. and Drew sent me a text, mm. and it beeped, but it made me it, it did make well it kind of got my attention, and I looked, I said, oh my text just came through, and he looked so disappointed that I that I I've gone to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have I, like. You, I have a premonition that you're not going to wear it for long, in actual fact. Oh, I know. You, you know, I tell you, you know me well, darling, isn't it? I mean, it's just like, oh, whatever. You know, it's, it's, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know me well. But he did. He looked at me like I'd gone to the dark side. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that, was too, that was too funny to me. Uh, but anyway, so outside of that, darling, how are you? How goes it yeah, in your world? Yeah, not, not too bad, not too bad, Wins. Um Yeah, just trying to, to like tie up some loose ends and stuff, but apart from that, yeah, it's all right. It's going, shall we say, it's going. How about you? Okay. What have you been up to? Um, actually, excellent. You know, um, mm-hmm. did a, done a mass clear out. Um, are we finished? And... Uh, there is a little spot that belongs to my husband <laughs> um, that um, he, he's, he's got until, let's phrase it this way, he's got until Monday um, to go through. And if he doesn't, I'm, I'm dumping it. Um, it's, it's as simple as that. Um, so there's a, there's a small spot. So if he's listening, I hope he heard that. Wait, wait, wait. Did you hear the whip crack? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. He made me laugh. He said to me, he said to me, you know, I text, I, I WhatsApped your sister because he was having a moan, you know. Mm. And um, he said, uh, 
but she was really no help. At first, I thought she was being really helpful. <laughs> he was like, what was the business? That's what he texts back to me. He said, well, uh, he, he, he'd say I'm stuffed if I do and I'm stuffed if I don't. Uh, he said some, something that alluded to that. That's what I got from it, you know, that... Um, well, he, there's nothing he can do. He's in exactly the same place as he was before. <laughs> that was really funny to me. That was really funny to me. Just, he, was really, he was really moaning. Um, oh, I can't even remember what I was saying. But anyway, we, we've done a mass clear out. Um, we've really uh, taken care of the upstairs with the exception of actually a really, really small area, which is left to do. And more so than anything else, that's really documents. Um mm. Uh, you know, and where I actually want to tie that into um, something, which I will. Um, but you know, Liv, one of the things that I had discovered was that my organisation really, really sucked. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I just put whatever I just put it down. You know, I can't, but it can't mm. fit in here. If it's, uh, I mean, mm. the kids, mm. my niece, nephews know what my covers are like. That you you go in at your own peril, you know. You just you just go in at your own peril, and I realised that um, I'm not really organised. And when I actually started to really um, find appropriate homes for things and where things should be, I actually realised I had a lot more space than I had thought. Mm-hmm. You know, when you you, should, mm-hmm. you shove this in the cupboard, uh, willy nilly, nothing mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no room. You know, it's been good and live major purge. I, 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 I think I actually donated in excess of four hundred books. Mm-hmm. I got rid of everything. I mean, I pared it down to. Um, it now I don't know if you heard that breath, but even when I was giving the books away, I was hyperventilating. I was having mm-hmm. a thing, you know, because I was like, oh my god, what if I need that book? What if I need mm-hmm. it? You know, um. And and I pared it down to just my aromatherapy books, aromatherapy safety, uh, reflexology, most of my healing stuff, most mm-hmm, most mm-hmm. of my healing. Stuff. A lot mm-hmm. of the other stuff was, but it was on the peripheral. You know, it was, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know how to to build your psychic energy and how to become mm-hmm. psychic, all that sort of stuff. You know, um, I kept one or two numerology books, um, but most of the stuff, you know, like. Healing Secrets Through the Ages, The Dynamic Laws of Prosperity, you know, all of that sort of stuff I kept. But everything else, ooh, it went. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. D, D, D and the guy at the uh, Goodwill place, they're on first-name basis, mate. You might have come to Christmas. No, really, honestly, it's like, and then clothes, clothes with tags mm. on. But, you know, just, you know, clothes that my thigh and my bleeding whatever can't fit into you know all all of that all of mm. that has gone all of that all of that it, mm. and and it had to go it just literally it had to go and sod's law will be that in you know a week or two weeks three weeks maybe a year's time you're going to think oh yeah i need to oh i gave it away like a book or something <laughs> like that you know and that that that's sod's law but my my philosophy on that is always that um you know, it's actually the whole point of getting rid of it is to bring new things in. So it's actually to find exactly. other, another alternative to it. Exactly, exactly, exactly. And 
and uh, also for me as well with the advent of the um, internet the way that it is yeah absolutely um, I mean it, you know much of like like I've got all these cookery books and stuff and that's another thing I looked in the cupboard and I had done a clean out of those I think last year or year before last and I looked at them and I said well you know outside of some that had been given to me as a gift um, there are books that I've, I've I saw them, I liked them, I bought them, and I've never, ever used them. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. yeah. And so they're on the chopping block. You know, it'll freeze mm. up more. It will freeze up. It will free up more space. But, mm. yeah, so outside of that, darling, um, it's been really, really good. Uh, and it feels, you know, the energy from a Absolutely. feng shui yeah. perspective. Yeah. Yeah. From mm. a feng shui perspective lives. The, the energy up here, it is rolling, it's rocking. Because I sat mm. down and I thought, right, I can write my book now. I don't have this, you know, Damocletian sword hanging over my yeah. head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the office took literally, literally 26 hours. Mm. Twenty, And I mean, hours by our count, not sort of like, <laughs> oh, yeah, 26 hours. And I just couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I mean... The, the, I thought it was going to be sort of like my wardrobe or my, my, my walk-in closet. Um, but it was the office. Oh, my God. But anyway, so on that score, it's been really good. And it's freed up energy. It's freed up space. It's freed up mental energy as well. And, you know, it's just, it's just freed up. It feels it, really good. It, it's funny how um, when you do stuff like that, I mean, you can you can clean things, you can tidy things, um, and you get a buzz out of it. But when you do a, like a, a a mass clear out, it's mm. it's a completely different. You have that. I mean, you can have a sense of achievement when you clean and blah 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 blah. But when you have that mass clear out, it's like you have really achieved something. It's like you've moved. Yes. Yeah, move substantially yeah. forward in some way, yeah. shape, or form. It's hard to put a, put, yeah. a, put a, um to, to pinpoint uh, as to what it is. is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but it it uh, it really does. It really does. And that's that's. Uh, I have to admit that's what it's really done for me. Um, mm. up up here. I mean, um, one of the things I thought was really nice as I was going through um some of the papers. Uh, I didn't realize how many manuscripts for different mm-hmm. books I actually had. I mean okay. I, I, I I was I was a little startled. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh, I didn't even remember I'd written this. Wow. Okay, all right. So it was really nice on on, on that mm-hmm. score. Really, really nice. You know, and then you know, just seeing things that, you know, I thought was yeah, you know, the bomb, it was this, it was that. And now you look at it and it's like, yeah, whatever, moving right along. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You know, so no, so it's been it that has been really, really gratifying, really gratifying, and uh, I made a commitment to myself that um, I'm not going to allow myself. I'm choosing not to allow myself to, you know, build stuff up like that again. It's absolutely, you know, it's not necessary. And as I was sort of saying to Dee, you know, and guys, bear with me, I know, because we're having our personal moment here, but as I was saying to Dee, that um, really and truly, mum and dad were really minimalists. Yeah, they were, actually. You know, they they didn't have, we weren't raised with a lot of stuff, but they had Mm. stuff. They had some really Mm. nice stuff, actually. Good Mm. quality. 
my my parents are minimalist, especially my mum. Uh, I throw mm. I'd say that the the as the scales go, I would say that was more mum, but really minimalist. And I find that I actually like that. Yeah, you know, so I. I find so that I. I like that. You know, mm. it's uncluttered, and mm. when you don't have all this clutter around you, and especially when it put where it needs to go, it is um, it's freeing. It's, mm. as, as you say, mm. Liz, really, it, it's hard to to find a word to pinpoint it, mm. but it's freeing. Mm-hmm. Definitely, mm. it definitely gives everything a new sort of perspective, and I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Like but you, you, you know, you say that um, about. Mom, but I think when you think of Dad's study, I mean that. I mean he didn't have much in there. I mean he had all his books and what no, have you. Um, he didn't. True. He didn't really have much in there. his desk and all bits and pieces on it. But he, even his desk was quite neat and tidy. Which is true. Which is true. Which is true. I'll give him that. It's not tidy anymore, but yeah, I'll give him that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll, no, I'll definitely. I'll, I'll give him that. But they were minimalists, and I, I tend to find that I am definitely, the older I get, is yeah. the more that that yeah. appeals yeah. to me mm. and my nature. Mm. Um, mm. It really does. It, it appeals to me and my nature. I mean, I was in, and guys, and then we'll move on after this point. I was in, um, I think, Sam's Club, and I saw these dishes, and you know, Liz, if it's not linen, it's dishes. You know, people will buy shoes, they're into shoes, they're into clothes. I'm into... Uh, kitchen gadgets, anything kitchen, anything to eat off of and linen. And I looked at them and I picked them up. I was like, oh, my God, this is such a wonderful shape. And the other side said, mm, put that mm, down. <laughs> and I was like, Fun, oh. Funny enough, that's what I was going to say to you when you were saying, oh, you um, you know, you, you intend to keep it this way. That That's what I was going to say to you. You might actually want to not go shopping basically every day. That might help, you know. <laughs> Every time I talk to Wendy, she's like, "Oh yeah, I just got back from somewhere or other." <laughs> there, there, there is that, but no, I, I, I exercise restraint, and I said to myself, "Okay, so if you want something new to come in, you're always talking about the universal law of space. Two things cannot occupy the same space. If you want something new to come in." You have to let something go. And that was all it took. And I said, those are so nice. And I kept on going, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things that I I, I was going to say is that in regard to this, this mass clear out, it, it, it actually, from a universal law standpoint, it does free something within you. And mm-hmm. once that something freed within you, you then can actually choose what it is that you want to fill that space in. Now, mm. if you don't choose, as they say, the universe abhors a vacuum or, or space, it will fill in. Just like, you know, if you move sand out the way and you don't put anything in the way, anything in, you know, the, the area you've cleared, it will, nature will reclaim it. And so it is with you and what it is that you are wanting to do. So that being said, um, welcome to the show. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn. I'm a choice expert and a and an intrinsic coach. My co-host, who you just heard, is Olivia Lashley. She's live from London in the UK. And I'm assuming, Liv, I'm assuming, um, you know, that all of ours 
and extension two hours. Nobody was on the bridge the other night. Um, oh, no, no, sure. no, 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 they, they weren't, um, they were, well, not, not ours, I mean, I know Sab said some of her friends were um, in central London, but they weren't anywhere near there, so, yeah, yeah. but yeah. Okay, right. mm-hmm. right, right. Um, so anyway, that's uh, Olivia coming to you live from London in the UK, she's an expressions coach and an artist amongst other things, healer amongst other things, so what's the one thing that is derailing your success? Um, the term success, of course, is relative to who you are and basically what you feel or see success as being. Um, remember that old adage, one man's meat is another man's poison. This is how relative success is. But what isn't relative is when you choose to allow something that has happened in your past to block you uh, from achieving your goals and or to derail you from achieving your goals. What's crazy is that what's blocking you is almost always attributed to one thing. And what I mean by that, well, let me just finish this. It's it's almost attributed to one thing. And while it might not appear that way, it is. Hear me, guys, clearly, it is. As I just said before, no two things can occupy the same space. That that's a major universal law, you know. No two things can occupy the same space. And it, uh, anyway, whether large or small, the wall that you have thrown up has imprisoned. There are. Let me grab my highlighter. Oh, all right. Oh, here it is. Right. The wall. The wall. The wall that you have thrown up, and that's to make sure that you feel safe. Um, maybe even a boundary, um, it has actually imprisoned you also. Now, the term, as I said, success, it, it's relative, okay? And when you when you look at this, and I, I, guys, I want you to, to understand, and I, I think perhaps I'd made mention of this last week, there are certain countries, if you steal, what they do is, you know, back in the day, they used to take you in the center of town and chop your hand off and, you know, dip the stump in, into uh, tar, you know, to prevent you from bleeding out. Right. Now they do it surgically. Same thing. Now, one man's meat is another man's poison. There are countries who would find that absolutely heinous. They, they'd call it barbaric. So where I'm going with this is, and there are countries who embrace this. They realize if you steal, you know, you've got sticky fingers, you, you're going to lose them. And, and there are countries that believe that this is just. And the people of the country believe that it is just. And so, therefore, what your perspective is on success needs to be your perspective, your belief, your thought. Success and what you deem and term success cannot be somebody else's success. It cannot be somebody's idea of success. It cannot be what somebody's telling you that success must be for you because that's not going to work. That is absolutely not going to work. You know, it's like somebody's telling you that, um, you know, happiness is and you fill in the blank. You know, happiness is having all the money in the world. Happiness is, you know, having all the food in the world. Happiness is having, 
a relationship with God that they spe- they specify that the relationship needs to be this way. You know, happiness is um, having 1.2 children. You know, having a no, 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 no. People cannot stipulate to you. People cannot stipulate to you. For me, amongst other things, amongst a couple of other things, but this to me is one of the top four or five things that derail people from being successful. They are looking at somebody else's definition or they're looking at somebody else's yardstick and they are measuring themselves by this yardstick. You know, I have to be like this. You know, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with seeing, I don't know, uh, uh, another performer, another business person, and, and you look at what they've done, and you're not trying to emulate them. You're not trying to copy them. But you take the energy of, yeah, I like this, and you apply it to your version of what it is that you want. Does that make sense, Liz? Your version of success. Yeah. It makes perfect. It makes perfect. I mean, you kind of like said it all, all the things that I was thinking, particularly the thing of um, kind of trying to emulate someone else's um, uh, perspective of, of, of success or uh, someone else's um, ability to succeed and not try to make it your own. I think, I think that's really, really important. I, uh, one of the reasons why is because their life is their life and they've got to where they are because of, you know, the old, the usual thing because of the experiences that they have had but along the way they've picked up the pieces to be able to be successful in whatever they are being successful in for you to be successful you need to pick up your own pieces you need to you know to to to, to put to put all the puzzle together for from your perspective um, if you mm-hmm. take someone, you know, if you're doing a puzzle, if you have two puzzles, you've finished one and you've got one piece left and you take a piece out of the other puzzle and try and put it in, the, put it in that space, it's not going to fit. Exactly. Because it doesn't go there. It doesn't go there. It, it, exactly. It's only relative to that, that other puzzle. So it's the same for taking, actually it's the same for anything. I mean, taking advice, you know, um, yeah, it, it's the same for anything. If it's not, from your perspective, it's not if it's not really what you intrinsically believe that you need to do. Um, it's it's invariably it won't work, or it might work for a period of time before everything sort of like collapses because it's not actually who you are. Um, but I, I think it's really collapse. yeah. I think it's really important because we kind of like fed this thing of. Um, trying to find uh, people to uh, like to, to, as mentors to look up to. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't think you can, I, I think you can, you can admire people and think, Oh, you know, well done, brilliant, blah, blah. But I don't think it's necessary to have a mentor. Mm-hmm. I, I, I really mm-hmm. don't. I, I really don't. I, I think, I think we have to be our own mentors. mentors. And I'm not saying you, can, you can't, you can't, you can't get Learn advice from people, people and what have mm-hmm. you. But, the, the mentorship has to come from you and you alone. I mean, people can give you, uh, you know, say, give you advice, but um, I think a lot of times, in even in asking for advice, we can, in some way, fool ourselves to say, okay, well, oh yeah, 
um, yeah, I should do it this way because, you know, that person has said, you know, or, you know, or, or, or I like that idea, you know, I'll, I'll go. And it's not really intrinsically what we think. Your but we'll do it, we'll do it because we, sorry, we'll do it because we actually don't know what to do. And the reason why we don't know what to do is because we actually really haven't sat down and asked ourselves. And I don't mean just having, you know, a, a, you know, a, you know, a brief conversation. I mean, sit down, get into yourself, and ask yourself. And we haven't done that. Yep. Yep. And I and I totally agree, Liz. I I one hundred one hundred percent. Um, that whole that whole um um, you know, I need a mentor. No, and I'm in I'm in agreement with you. That that doesn't fly for me. That doesn't fly for me. Um, and you can definitely um, learn from people, but in order to learn, you need to know what it is that you want. Otherwise, what you're learning, you know, in 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 order for you to get what it is that you want, you need to know who you are. And as you say, Liv, it boils down to. Funny enough, that's next on next week's docket. It boils down to you having a um, committed and ongoing conversation with yourself about self that's really honest, it's raw, and it's, you know, like no holds barred, you know, in in its authenticity. And so it's about you going to those levels where you talk to the God within self and recognize that, and as we're always saying this on the show, that your life is an internal job with an external manifestation. And I I think that if people just take the time out to start thinking about things, to start looking at things, to start, um, you know, having this dialogue with self, um, that, that they'll really see how powerful they are. And two, that everything really is intrinsic. Everything really comes from inside. It's very, very, it's very, very important. It's very important. And as you had said, Liz, you know, what's relative to somebody isn't relative to you because you are unique. And also, again, with the universal law of space, you cannot occupy that space that they're, that they're, that they're in. You know, even if you're talking about me and mini-me, me is a mini-me, and only mm. mini-me can o- occupy that space. Mini-me, the mini-me comes about because there's already a big me. And so there's a mini-me. And so it's really important, guys, to start doing the work. There are so many, oh, wow. There are so many distractions out there. And as I said to the ladies yesterday, I am not saying and will not say to you guys that don't feel every ounce of hurt, every ounce of hurt. Really, Wendy. Every ounce <laughs> of hurt, every ounce of anger. Every don't. I'm not saying don't feel it. Don't go and lay in your bed. You know, don't not go and lay in your bed for a week and cover your head up and all of that jazz. Whatever it is that you need to assist and support you in getting through. But what I'm saying is, after a point in time, you're going to come to a point where it's like, okay, what do I do now? What's next? 
You see, because you won't even get to a point where you'll say to yourself, how do I? You're going to get to a point where literally, okay, all right, I've done this, what next? And then you can choose to repeat the cycle, having a similar experience, you know, the woe is me experience, I'll phrase it that way. Or you can take the woe is me, flip it on its ass, stomp it into the ground, and use it as part of a springboard or part of a, a, a foundation for you to move forward, but you need to know what it is that you're moving forward to. You need you know, to know. The, no. Go ahead, love. I, I was going to say, you know, you were saying about, you know, you take your time and, you know, you lay in bed or, you know, you, 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 know, you close the door, you don't want to see anyone. And once you've, for me, I'd say once you've done that, like from that point on, um, like once you once you feel like okay, opening the door to other people, talking to people, you know, taking the covers down or what have you, it's not mm-hmm. about then trying to find someone who can give you advice. And why mm-hmm. I say that is because the whole point of you taking that time out was for you to get yourself together. It was shutting everyone away or, or shutting the world away so that you can actually hear yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you come, come if you if you've done that and then you go and ask for someone else's advice, you've actually just um, uh, what's the word? You de- de- defeated the point of exactly. actually taking taking the time exactly. out. Exactly, exactly. You've just negated everything that you've done. And this is this is something lives as nuances with people manifesting what they want whether through using affirmation, you know, like straight up laws of attraction or whether using prayer, whatever, whatever it is that you use, whether, whether you are practicing Wicca, um, whatever it is that you are doing, what people do is exactly that live. They'll go through the process and then they'll cast doubt upon what their thought process is. They'll do something that's counter. And as a result, the universe doesn't know. The universe is then confused. Or, if you, would, if you will, God is then confused about what you want. You know, I, yesterday I, I said to the ladies, I, I said this to them, here's the deal. It's the universe or whomever your chosen deity is. It's your, you, the universe's good pleasure or God's good pleasure. To give you the desires of your heart. But you have to ask. God, the universal creator, just doesn't go into your heart and pluck it out. That's not how that works. And it doesn't work because you are responsible for everything that you do. You have ownership for everything that you do. See, I've gone into next week's show. You have accountability (laughs) for everything that you do. And you do. You really do. So you have to ask so it can come forward. And so therefore, um, knowing what you want, knowing what's in your heart, or knowing what it is that you are wanting to accomplish is paramount. You know, somebody, oh dear gosh, somebody said to me yesterday um, that... um, that they that they are um, obedient to God. 
And you know, Liv, it literally started to slip out my mind, out of my mouth, was how obedient have you been? How obedient? Because we're here. <laughs> we're here. Look at where you're at. Is this the obedient? I mean, it's like people just, they just talk anything, Liv. Mm. They talk anything. You know, thing, guys, is simply this. You need to do the work, okay? The difference between um, the difference between metaphysics or New Thought Ministry and traditional religion is simply this: the New Thought Ministry and metaphysicians do not believe that we have to um, be taught the gospel as it's written. We believe that you have to experience it for yourself. Religion says this is what we have told you and it is so. But you see, you still have to answer. As I said to the ladies yesterday, you make your transition. Everybody has past life uh, um, review. Nary a one of us get away from that. That's part of the process. You need to see what you've done in all its glory. And then you need to answer to you, for you, for the things that you have done. And you can't say, well, you know, Dr. Wendy said this, or Coach Olivia said that, or, you know, Coach blah, 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 blah told me to do this, and blah, blah. No, what did you do? And as I, said, as I said to the ladies yesterday, you know, that was one of Dad's things. No, what did you do? Well, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 no. What did you do? You remember that, Liz? What did yeah, you do? Yeah, it used to really get on my nerves in that Shafat. Get right up my nose, it did. Mm-hmm. What did you do? But it's true, Liz. Uh, I mean, it's yesterday we were speaking absolutely. to the ladies. It's, it's yeah. true. Never it mind is. about what all yeah. of that happened behind you there and what they did and what they said. What action did you take? I'm not asking why you took it, because we know you took it. I'm asking about what action did you take, because that is what you'll be responsible for. So, guys, you know... Rolling it back into, honing it back in, because this is all for next week's show. They're going to hear all of this again. Um, um, and, and I started to do that, you know. But anyway, that, that being said, that's a whole other story in itself. So, guys, rolling it round to what's the one thing that is derailing you from your success? You are or have been derailed from your success basically because you've chosen it. Basically because you've chosen it. Anything that has happened to you, it has actually happened for you. We say this on the show continuously. What has happened is that you have made a choice. Whether a small choice or a large choice, you have made a choice that has thrown a block in your way. Now, many people will say that they don't actually know what happened and blah, 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 and that's not true. That's not true. Everybody can pinpoint with laser precision what it is that has occurred when they decided 
I'm not doing this anymore. And therefore, every choice that they have made from that point forward has been predicated upon something that has happened. Now, I'm not saying that's good. I'm not saying that's bad. Because this is what we do. But when it doesn't work in your favor is when it prevents you from getting what it is that you want in life. And anything that you want in life, I am considering to be success. I'm not talking just about, you know, business success, financial success. I'm talking about the success of living a life well lived, living a life that you want to live. What is derailing you? from your success, because you see, success isn't, isn't um, how should I say, success isn't compartmentalized, you know, pe- people believe, you know, that, oh, I can be all good over here, but, you know, it, I'm a little shady over there, no, don't you understand, one bleeds into the other, the other bleeds into the other, so it's, it's all you, You know, I, you, you know, honest to God, Liz, p- 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 oh, dear gosh. Well, you know, um, one, one of the things I would say is that <clears throat> in a lot of ways, I think people, when, when things aren't going right, people actually haven't been derailed per se. I think we're actually just not seeing that where we are is actually part of the process of success or part of the process mm-hmm. to And succeed. I just agree with that. It, you know, because uh, as we always say, it's not all sunshine, sunshine and rainbows. You know, sometimes there are storms, and I think those storms are about giving you the ability. One, one is a reflection of actually the turmoil that's going on inside you, but also it's it's giving you the ability to hone what you really want. You know, exactly. not cha- not change it because then that's a whole different dynamic. So it's just about honing honing what you want, so that. Um, you can see yourself within it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most assuredly. You know, because pe- people will say, and I'm just going to twist off of that, people will say things like, oh, no, um, you know, God's testing me. No, God's not testing you. You're testing you. Mm-hmm. You're testing exactly. yourself to get you to the next level. You <laughs> are the one who has thrown this gauntlet down. Mm-hmm. You're the one who's thrown the gauntlet down. And so, therefore, as you said, Liz, which is true, that's another thing. You know, people have this idea that, you know, everything has to be cupcakes and rainbows and, you know, it all has to be peaches and cream. You know, peaches, peaches, the cow had a hard time giving up the milk. <laughs> you know, the cow, the cow at one time thought that they were on the docket for, for you know, some steakhouse. The cow went through, through traumas, the, um, the strawberries went through traumas because it rained so hard. But it made it. The cow made it, gave the milk. The strawberries made it, gave, gave its life. So you could have strawberries and cream. But life is, life is, life, oh man. And look, the, the, the hurdles that we experience only become something detrimental if we choose to view it that way. I'm not going to say that it's hard. I'm not, I'm not going to say that it isn't hard or isn't, isn't challenging. Because sometimes for you to get to where you need to be, you have to climb up the roughest side of the mountain. Because what you want, the goal that you want, sits 
on the top of it. If you want to get to the eagle's highest nest, you're going to have to climb for that. And anybody who does nature documentaries, uh, particularly with birds, they'll tell you some of the places they have to go mm, mm, to get some mm. of the pictures. And, and, you know, all of us, we sit there and we marvel like, oh, my gosh, mm, how did they mm. get that? Or some people yeah. don't even think about that terrain that they had to go through. Mm. You know, a helicopter couldn't just drop them off. That's not how that works. That's not, that's not how any of that works. So for me, guys, you being um, derailed is not about seeing. It's about not seeing. It's, not, it's about not seeing the, um, the, the hurdle for what it is. And the hurdle is something for you to climb on, not climb over. It's something for you to stack up and climb on. You know, I, I, again, pet peeves. People spend so much time, so much time in their past. They spend so much time in the, if I woulda, shoulda, coulda. And what is that bringing to you? More if I woulda, shoulda, coulda? More things that you can use your imagination to, to think about, oh, um, you know, she's cracking the whip, drop kick her. And if that doesn't work, punch her. And if that doesn't <laughs> <laughs> That's a inside family joke right there. And if that and if you do all of that, I'm gonna come here and kick your butt. <laughs> you know, so no, people spend so much time, you know, on what I should have done. Well the fact remains is you didn't do it and you cannot do it now because the situation is over. The situation's over. Forgive yourself so you can move on. Forgive yourself so you can let the person go. Own what it is that you did wrong in any relationship that has broken down. You have done something wrong. Oh, so he stepped out and he, he was, you know, was unfaithful. Okay, cool. I get that. What did you do wrong? Well, I didn't tell him to do that. That's not what I said. What did you do wrong within the relationship? And I, I'm not talking about whatever you did made him go out of the relationship. No, no, no. Outside of the relationship? No, 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 no. What within the relationship do you personally feel that you didn't give 100% on? You felt that you really could have cooked more, you could have cleaned up more, you could have been there more, you could have listened more, you could have, you know, um, you know I, I don't know, whatever. You know, there is something that you did that wasn't right. And I'm not saying that that something pushed him or her through the door into the arms of somebody else. That was their choice. And that's really important to understand, guys. People will do things, and it's their choice. If we could control people, there'd be no need for self-help. There'd be no need for people to um, want true understanding of the laws of attraction. There'd be no need for people to be on a spiritual journey and quest because you can control everything. 
But the name of the game is people want to control other people and they can't even control their damn selves. You can't control yourself. So how do you feel that you can go and control other people? It doesn't work like that. It just doesn't work like that. And when your life, um, when your life manifests or when your life shows up, or when you, when you show up on the screen of space and that screen of space is reflecting back to you things that you have done, it is showing you that it doesn't work like that. As Olivia said earlier, it's showing you what you are truly thinking. It's showing you what you truly believe. So, you know, you creating blocks has, have, has, come from one thing. Usually for most people, it is in early childhood. And usually it's, it's a coming of understanding that, um, you know, you might wanted something and you didn't get it. Or uh, usually there's something you didn't get that you wanted. Whether it was a hug, whether it was a toy, whether it was what have you, whether it's, you know, you didn't get what you wanted. You know, you could have, you know, lost a grandparent, lost a parent, blah, blah, blah. You didn't get what you wanted. Invariably, it comes from you being denied something that you wanted. And as a result, every choice that you have made from that point on is a reflection of your understanding of not getting what you want. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. That definitely makes sense. Yeah. And this this impacts our lives until such time that we can recognize, we can recognize that we are derailing our own life success predicated on one experience. Now, for some people, as I say, you can pinpoint it. For some people, they'll say that their memory doesn't go back that far, but it's really funny. You know, you start coaching them and you start talking and they start going into, and they can start back tracking to the point where xyz happened and i tell you this lives from personal experience like with clients they say you know i was a really happy kid until i don't know seven and um my uh i don't know my mum my had a miscarriage and then everything changed everything changed and um i don't know i felt mum didn't love me the way she did before and people can back point to to, to that to, to moments or incidents in their life. And then, you know, when you work with them, they're like, I'm like, well, you realize every choice that you've made has come from the fact that you don't actually feel loved. And then they can start seeing it and they're like, oh my God, wow. And then sort of like they start connecting the dots. And then they can get to choose what it is that they want to do from that point on. They get to choose what it is that they want to do from this point on. So, guys, it is about your, your success. And what is blocking it is you. Now, for me, you don't really have to go back and do that work. Truthfully speaking, as a coach, you don't have to go back and do that work. But what you do need to do is know with clarity what it is that you want for self. You need to know with clarity also 
and I don't do this often, but you need to know with clarity what you don't want for self. Because that's as powerful as knowing as what you do want for self. What don't you want to feel in your life? What don't you want to see in your life? What don't you want to hear in your life? What don't you want to taste in your life? What don't you want to smell in your life? What don't you want to experience in your life? Because right there you're telling yourself what you do want. You see, we, we as, as emotional beings, in order to protect our emotional selves, we will throw up walls. And these walls can be described as boundaries. But for this instance, I'm going to say walls. We'll throw up walls that are so slick on the outside that people can't, can't kind of scale them. They are so strong and tough that, you know, an atomic bomb couldn't break through it. And that's another thing. That's how powerful we are. See it right there. But we, we will build walls. But what people don't realize is that the walls that we throw up, they imprison us. The same thing that you are trying to do with the people on the outside of the wall is the same thing that you are doing to yourself on the inside of the wall. It's the same thing. Which is why I didn't actually use the word boundaries in this. To, to use the, because a boundary for me is something that is flexible, it's movable, it's fluid, it moves. A boundary is something that allows you to experience your life in the way that you want it to, to, in what you have created as a safe environment. A wall is something that holds you inside so that people can be held outside. And both of you are imprisoned. Both of you. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It does. It does. It's really, it's really important, guys. And that's, that's an important aspect of what truly can be derailing you from your success. And as I've said, success isn't just about your finances. In this instance, I'm really talking about life success, how you view you as a, as a successful person. The other thing, guys, is, look, most people will say, you know, I really haven't done anything in, with my life. Hmm. My, my, my thing on that is, and I, I do this a lot, I want you to turn around and look at the field of beautiful flowers, field of wheat, field of whatever, that you have left behind you from your start point to now. Tell me you haven't done anything. Whose who's yardstick are you measuring yourself by? Who has told you that this is success? Why have you chosen to be the model of somebody's success that they know only they can be, they can be that successful? Or only they know that they are successful within that paradigm? You know, at the end of the day, there's only one Bill Gates. Y'all understand that, right? There's only one Steve Jobs. There's, so there's, you know, there's only one um, uh, Michelle Obama. There's only one, you know, uh, whoever, Florence Nightingale. There's only, there's only one. Y'all understand that. But yet still people will try and to, to, to emulate. No, 
do you. Don't try to become a composite of a multitude of people. Do you? There's only one Whitney Houston. You know, I, I, I listen to, um, you know, I don't know, America's Got Talent, you know, Idol, what have you. And, you know, people are saying, I want to be the next Whitney Houston. Really? She dead. You never know that. Really? How's that going to work for you? Yeah? You want to be the, the, the... No. Be you. Take the greatness that you have have, have heard in her and weave it into who you are. Do you. Don't become a caricature of somebody else. This will derail your success. Actually, there's no success to be had there. Or the success might be, oh, yes, you can. You can become a caricature. Well, how's that going to help you? Is that really what you want? Is it really, really what you want? And this is what it all boils down to, guys. What is it that you really, really want for you? You need to know. Your success is relative to who you are, what you want. Your success now from this moment forward is predicated on you being able to answer the question, what am I wanting for me in this moment? And if you can't answer that, what don't you want for you in this moment? You see, that's the one thing that is blocking you from achieving the goal or the goals and desires that you have. That's the one thing. So, Liz, is there anything that you'd like to say or add? Um, when you were talking about what you were saying about um, people say that, um, you know, they actually haven't done, had any successes. And mm-hmm. it, just, it, it actually made me think that, um, you know, sometimes it's not the big, massive things. It can be the Amen. it can be the little little things, uh, you, you know, open, holding the door open for someone. That's Amen. Another thing that I think that we all do on a daily basis, which we totally and utterly overlook, is when you genuinely smile at someone. You genuinely yes. smile at another person. That is such an underrated success. You know, it. it yes. I mean, it, it's some. It's something that we do. And which we will never, invariably, never ever know the result of what that the, the, what, ha- what that effect exactly. that had on had on another person. You know, I mean, exactly. it, it's very unlikely that you will genuinely smile at someone, and it will not impact their day. And mm-hmm. when they go on mm-hmm. to do something, they go on to do whatever they go. That that is going to have an impact on the rest of their day. You know, the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. And from that point onwards, you have actually made a dent in their life. I'm not saying you're doing it for that reason, but from that point on, if if if, if they have reacted to it, which is unusual for someone not to, even if they are reacting in an adverse way, from that point onwards, something has changed for them. So, you know, a smile for me is, um, you know, something that is so, Very, it's underrated. Uh, yeah. It's underrated. Totally. Yeah, oh, I, I know I agree. I mean, um, as as a kid, you know, when we had to go shopping, the the barrow the barrow boys they would call me Smiler. Mm. I know Mum used to send me out there because 
me come back with extra because me asking my feet. <laughs> 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 yeah, me asking angry. And and it's true, you know, it, it it's like yeah. I and I agree with that, Liz. A smile is it something just, it, that's really, really yeah. underrated. It it just it just has a it has it, it it's 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 something that touches another soul. It's like a, a you know a, a connection. It's between, a language between another. Exactly, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly what it is, Wendy. And it's an uplifting thing as well for both yes, for both parties. Because invariably, if you if you if you give someone a genuine smile, you can see their reaction. And they, yeah, cause you know, a, both, a lot both of times they, 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 they're, they're like, oh, she's Oh, she's smiling. Yeah, that's right. And they'll that's smile right. back. That's right. That's right. That's right. They'll smile back. Even, even you know? for me, saying saying thank you, um, because I don't say tar, I don't say cheers. I always say thank you, and people thank always you. give me a double take, mm-hmm. and then they'll smile mm-hmm. and they say, "Oh, you're welcome." You know, have a nice day. Yeah, and I've don't. watched them serve people before me, and it'd be like. Eh, 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 eh. But they'll actually say, you know, have a nice day. You're welcome. And it, 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 it and, and, and yeah, it's, true. It's, it's just language, isn't it? It, 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 it's truly, you know, because even you know, you're you're in the grocery store, and you know, they'll say, um, you you come up to the register, and they're like, oh hello, and I'm like, hi, how are you doing today? And they kind of look up, oh I'm fine, and I'll, I'll say if they don't ask me, I'll say, oh I'm fine too, blah 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 blah, and you know, <laughs> go on, and I'll be sure, no seriously, and I'm sure to say to them after. When I'm done, thank you so much, um, mm. you know, for mm. checking me out, and off I go. Mm. But then I hear them to the next person, hi, how are you? How's your day? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Whole, whole mm. different attitude yeah. until yeah. the person smile at time say, is that right? Thank you for the program. <laughs> but, yeah, no, 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 in regard to um, what people have done, which is where, where we are started with that and people saying that you know they haven't done anything no everybody has a legacy and everybody's leaving a legacy uh it gets to the point where you get to choose the kind of legacy that you want to leave and this is why my 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 biggest thing is a choice i mean um you get to choose whatever you do you get to choose you do you don't you choose you don't do anything, it's a choice. You do this, it's a choice. You don't do that, it's a choice. You get to choose. And while it may sound really simplistic, it is. And while it may have complicated overtones, yes, it's complex. But at the end of the day, when you peel everything back, it is just a choice. You know, many many people... I, I I truly believe that my defi- definition of God, universal creator for me, and that is what resides within me, is really, um, I don't know, um, unbiased. You want to be happy, be happy. You don't want to be happy, don't be happy. I don't want to say do- doesn't care, but I believe that the universal, the universal energy cares as much as you care. Actually, truth be told, my belief is the universal creator known to me as God cannot do more than, more than you actually ask. And this is where, for me, it gets really complex because um, you ask for 
a, a divine healing. That's your role. That's your job. Then the universal creator can do what, you, what you've asked for. The universal creator can do, can, can, can create. Does that make sense, Liz? Am I making sense? Yeah, no, yes, you absolutely, Wendy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Then, then the universal creator can create. But until you ask, nothing is going to happen. And if you're happy about the creation, that's fine. The universal creator will be happy for you. If you're unhappy about the creation, the universal creator will be happy for you. <laughs> Whatever you mm. do, it's okay. Mm. Mm. And, and, and it's so important. You see, people, people are always looking for some, you know, white knight to come in and, you know, on a bleeding desier, whatever the horse is, you know, bleeding... Alf Garnet, no, um, Steptoe and Sun Halls, the Clyde, Clydesdale or something. They're looking for, you know, somebody's come in, you know, on, on, a, on a white horse with, you know, armour. You know, they're looking for the white knight to come in, you know, or, you know, the whatever, Lady Godiva or whoever's on the horse. They're looking for that to come in and to save them. No, guys, don't you get it? You don't get it, do you? You have to save yourself. Mm. You have to save yourself. And you know you that the one thing save, the, the one thing you were saying about um universal what did you say? Because I say universal intelligence, what did you say? Universal creation. Create. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um about the, the 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 universal creator caring. You know, mm-hmm. one thing no, you have no, to no. think one thing you also have to think about is your internal dialogue. Because that's mm-hmm. something Come on, that in some way, shape or form is emitted from you. So therefore, mm-hmm. because you are part of the, that universal creation, that is going to go out into the universe. So exactly. even though you may be saying, okay, I want blah, I want a new car, let's say, but internally you're thinking, oh no, I can't have a new car, I can't afford it. And that's, exactly. that, that is, that's a signal you're putting out. Yeah, that's what you're putting into the universe. And whichever is stronger, because there is the care there of the universal creator, you said, um, you know, that's what they're going to go for because they care. Whatever you, you know, uh, what's the saying? Uh, something flows energy where your energy flows. goes. Yeah, en- energy flows where your intention goes. Yeah. And, that, or, and, that's yeah, what it, energy, yeah. and that's what it is. You know, so, you know, and then and then people say, oh, yeah, but this is what I want. But you but you have to think about what the internal dialogue that's going on at the same time. Yet you can say you want this and you can say you want that. But what are you thinking about it? What are you thinking about yourself when you're saying it as well? You have to all these things have to be put into perspective. And it goes back to sort of like what I was saying before about taking time out. Um, to get to know exactly what it is that you want to do about the situation that you're in. And it's really important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really important because you can, I, I mean, I, you know, it took me a long time to believe that, you know, we can have whatever we want. We oh, can do whatever we want. And it took me a long, I was like, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't fly, <laughs> you know, I can't <laughs> fly. But this part, this part of me now, he thinks, 
you know, well, I'm still a bit on the edge about that one, but I can. I can get in a plane. And go, I, I can go up in. I can go in a, up in a hot air balloon. I can skydive. So yeah, um, you know, excuse me, I can fly. You know, but on the conventional sense, you know, wings and what have you. No, I don't have wings. I'm not a bird. You know, but I can fly. Exactly. Um, exactly. But I forgot. Yes, I've, I've totally forgotten my. I've totally forgotten my point. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're right. You can't. You can have because you were saying. Um, it took you a while to to get to the point where you could believe that you can have what you want. Yeah. Because so, you were like, nah, nah, nah. Yeah. No. So it's just about it's it's about asking and having that self belief. Um. And and just like just getting rid of one of the things that I tend to do is like um if I'm trying to sort of like manifest something and I have this sort of like internal dialogue every time I am consciously aware of the internal dialogue that is counteracting whatever it is yeah. that I'm saying I'm wanting what I do is I replace it with what mm-hmm. it is that I want so the, internal, so the internal dialogue actually doesn't get a hold. Okay, it might go mm-hmm. out once. And then if I can pull it, it's like, okay, Olivia, you don't want to be thinking that. You want to think, you want to think what it is you want and not what can stop it from happening or not what you don't exactly. want. So therefore, I, I try and cut it off at the past and then just think about what I do want and replace it. And that, that, that guys, this is what I mean by doing the work. Okay, guys? doing the work, that takes work because you have to be vigilant. Mm. You, you, you cannot be lackadaisical with that. You have to be vigilant and you need to recognize once you have caught yourself the first time, your emotional self that is attached to the physical reality of what you are experiencing is going to make itself be known that the thing that you are mentally and you're using your imagination, you're using visualization, the thing that you are wanting to come come into being, it's there, its job is to really enforce that, i.e., and what I mean, or reinforce the thing that you want. So what I mean by that is the emotional self or the experiential self, the things that you are experiencing – i.e. you want money. I want $1,000 in my bank account. Well, in your bank account, you don't have $1,000. And so it is the job of the external you to say to the internal you, well, you ain't got $1,000. What are you talking about? Your job is to stay focused, to stay the course, to engage every emotion that you have, every feeling that you have in the belief that you have it. That's your job. Does that make sense, Liv? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, Wendy. I, so I, I think, um, yeah, go on, go on, go on. So therefore, like Olivia said, when it comes up, when it comes up like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you can really see $1,000 in your bank. I don't think so. Look at your bank account. And you, you, you check yourself. No, that's not where I'm going. While that is a reality, that isn't the reality that I'm aspiring to. I want this. I've already got that. I want this. Uh, Just like what you're saying, you know, when if that's what you want, you know, you say, okay, well, your electricity bill has come in, you know, and you're thinking, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay that? I mean, okay, 
possibly some some people make, can make it instantaneous. I, I I mean I don't know, but you know it takes time. It takes time. So your electricity bills in comes in. It's, it, there is it's it's because you're living in this reality, um, and because no doubt you believe you have to pay it, you have to pay it. But then instead of there's there's no point begrudging paying it. You might as well pay it with a happy heart and then reinforce that thing of I have a thousand pounds in my bank account. There you go. And then things guys, you see what happens when you free that energy. Again, you cannot control what the universal creator or whomever your chosen deity is, God, Buddha, Muhammad, whomever. You cannot control what the universal creator is gonna do. You can't control that. Okay, so you can only control yourself and what it is that you believe, what it is that you that you perceive. And if you believe and perceive, you know, for all you know, um, there might be this huge, um, no, there might be some glitch, and it comes up that you've paid, and you go to the energy company or you go to the electricity board and you sort of say to them. Uh, no, I haven't paid. No, it's marked as paid. I didn't pay it. And they look at you point blank and they say to you, look, I don't know what's going on. We'll do a quick check. Ma'am, you know, I'm I'm sorry, Mrs. Dearborn, the bill has been paid. And you're like, okay, so you're not going to come back to me, you know, like six months from now and tell me I owe you this bill plus, you know, late charges and (laughs) the bill has been paid. Okay. <laughs> you know, and off you go. You kick, kick, kick your heels up and go. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. That's like I was listening to. I believe it was. Don't quote me, Stuart Wilde, and um, he was having <laughs> problems with the IRS or the Internal Revenue. I believe it was in 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 um, in the UK, and. Um, the person who he was dealing with was really not a very nice person. And according to him, listening to what he was saying, they were really gunning for him. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, he continued doing his, his um, you know, visualization, affirmation, et cetera, et cetera. Then all of a sudden, this person, they, they left. I mean, literally, mm-hmm. they left. And so the, the new person coming in was inundated with so much work that they kind of gave his thing a cursory glance and they were like, you know something, I can't be bothered with this. And they closed it out. Mm. They closed it out. And guys, this is the kind of thing that happens when you do the work. And I'm not saying that, you know, you won't feel the trepidation. You won't feel mm. feel the fear, mm. or as what's her name says, Susan Jeffrey, feel the fear and do it anyway. But put something in its place, as Olivia said. You know, okay, so you're feeling yada, 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 pow, cut it off. This is what I want to happen. I want this situation to be resolved amicably where I ain't paying no money and um, where it goes away. And everybody's happy. Don't, 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 you see, a lot of times, you know, we will try to instruct the creative process, and that's not our job. That's not our job. It is not our job to instruct the creative process. As I said, you don't go into any restaurant and then tell the chef or the cook or what have you how to cook the food. 
Well, if you're West Indian, you do. But if you're not <laughs> West Indian, you don't. You see? But you don't tell them how to cook the food. You just don't. So don't try to do something that's not your job. Know your role. What were you going to say, Liz? I was going to say, uh, I was going back to um, like uh, the inland revenue thing and, and, and like the money. And one thing to remember that um, about as, as far as in this day and age, as far as money is concerned, it's all ones and zeros on a computer screen, right? There's yeah. no actual physical money. So you're actually not even trying to manipulate physically money in your hand not necessarily you know maybe you can do it so you know you get the money into your bank account but that's still mm-hmm. there's still just ones and zeros you know it's, it's, it's still mm-hmm. binary code so mm-hmm. you're not you, it's not like you're saying okay well you know I want you know a thousand dollars to appear on my settee or my sofa um, mm-hmm. so it, it's it's the same process it's the same energy that you think with Mm-hmm. It's no mm-hmm. of that energy that you think with. So therefore, mm-hmm. you're actually already in unison with it because it's the same mm-hmm. energy. So therefore, you can actually manipulate it. It's just a process to get there. <laughs> exactly. It's, just, no, it's right. just actually, do, as you it's say, it's about doing, doing the work to get there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And you see, because... Um, uh, and I suppose this will lead nicely into next week's show, um, which really is about creating your own personal recipe for living your life. And uh, this is what it's all about. Finding your own way, using your own compass so that you can create the life that you want to live. And again, so that it is an authentic life. So you're not living somebody else's life or trying to live somebody else's life. Two people cannot sit in the same chair at the same time. It's impossible. You know, you might sit on top of somebody, but it's impossible. Two people can't do that. So, guys, for you, the one thing that is derailing you from your success, and not just from your financial success, but from your life success, whether it be health, wealth, love, relationships, whatever it is, is you. You're the one person. The wall that you have thrown up around yourself is exactly that. It's entombed you. You've created your own sarcophagus. You've entombed you. And in order for you to live your life, you need to take those walls down. Again, I use the word boundary, and boundaries are something that are flexible, they're fluid, they're permeable, um, everything. It just makes life safer for you to experience. It doesn't keep people out, but it makes you safe, feel safer as you maneuver through life. Success is relative, and it's relative to you, not anybody else. The blocks that you have put up have been put up as a way for you to create stepping stones or a stairway or whatever term makes you feel good, a stairway, stepping stones, for you to flip it and stomp it so that you have solid ground to create a springboard, whatever term suits you. These are what your blocks are. 
the most heinous thing that has happened in your life. The most soul-destroying thing that has happened in your life. The thing that has brought you to your knees or has laid you flat out. Within the central core of that is a solution. Within the central core of what you may term to be the darkest hour in your life is that glimmer of light. You get to choose whether you fan that flame. You get to choose whether you you brighten that flame. You get to choose whether or not you even look for it. You see, within every problem, or every problem is in actual fact the solution. Every problem is the solution. You just have to look at it differently. So if you feel that your life has been derailed, whether it's been from, I don't know, ill health, divorce, loss of job, um, you know, I don't know, the, the, the stock market crumbling, um, you know, loss of house, blah, 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 blah. I feel your pain because I know you're in pain. The name of the game is what are you wanting to do, one, to get out of pain, or what does it look like to get out of pain? And two, what are you wanting to do now? What are you wanting to do next? You can remain, you know, writhing on the floor and all of this crying. and You, you can do that. You can do that indefinitely. My thing is, how is that helping you? How is that helping you? Surely is it making you feel better? I don't think so. Not by the way that you're acting, but if you tell me it is, then it is. My, my thing is, still, what are you wanting with this then? Are you wanting the feelings to intensify? Are you wanting the feelings to stay the same? Are you wanting the feelings to disappear? Whatever the answer is, then what does that look like for, for that to happen? You know, guys, it is past time. We have way too many distractions in life. And we have way too many people wanting to tell us what to do. You know, the other day something came up and it, 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 somebody had invited me to this thing, how to find your soulmate. <laughs> well, you, Olivia, you mustn't know, it? <laughs> so I actually went, I went and I, I was looking, right? And all what I started to type was, you are your soulmate. So call it what it is. How to find your mate. How to find, you know, a, a spouse. How, call it what it is. You know, because lots of people will tell you, and we've done a show on this before, guys. Lots of people will say, you know, your soulmate is it's all, ah, you know, unicorns and bells, angels, angels, bells and Everything, you know, they're singing and, you know, the celestial choir. No, that's not it. Your soulmate could be the mate from hell. But you know what they bring for you is growth. Because within every situation is growth. And let me tell you guys, the harder the situation for you is the greater the growth you'll have. 
You know, so, you know, how to find your soulmate. You can't tell me how to find my soulmate. At the end of the day, I am my soulmate. Me, myself, and I. So call it what it is. And this is what I mean by distraction. People will be out there like, oh, you know, I, I'll, I'll be able to find the love of my life. No, you need to love your ass first. How do you expect somebody to love you if you don't love you? You wouldn't even know love if it bit you in the ass. So that's not how that goes. That's not how any of that works. I saw that the other day, you know, Liv, then it it made me click. I clicked. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like all this stuff, all these, these TV programs and more power to the people you know, who do all these TV programs because on your back, they're making their dreams come true. Mm-hmm. You know, if all y'all didn't watch all this Survivor and all this stuff that's out there, they won't put it on TV. I look at the stuff that they put out and I'm like, guys, why don't, why, you know, where you're at, do something that is um, intrinsically beneficial to people. But look out, y'all, it's coming. <laughs> Look out, it's coming. It's just like, why? Why? You know, when people are talking about these characters like they're bloody real, you know, like, like, like you know, like me and these senders, and like, oh, my God, Grant, how could he have done that? I really wanted to like <laughs> him, you know? Well, that's just, you know, you're talking about people like it's real. It's not real. It's somebody's make-believe character that you... You've fallen into, and as a result, your success is being derailed. And I'm not saying don't don't sort of like watch your program. You know, I am a huge, huge um, Kevin Spacey. Um, oh, gosh, what was he in? House of Cards. I'm a huge House of Cards fan. Absolutely huge. I mean, they sent an email, Olivia. And so you I said this be... a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> Did I say it on the TV, on the radio? Yeah, uh uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, right. That's how huge a fan I am. But guys, recognize that I do really realize that this is a distraction for me. And I choose, and I, that's another thing. Choose your distractions. I choose my distractions. I don't just fall into one thing after another, after another, after another. How many people out there I need to write this on Facebook, my page. How many people out there who are listening to the show actually search out and learn something new each week? Mm. Mm. How many? How many of you? Oh, that is a very small percentage. Right now, I'm just, I'm just, how many of you do that? Whether it be a hobby that you're interested in, and really where I'm going with this is something that will lead you to um, uh, a higher, um, a higher uh, a spiritual awareness or enlightenment, whether it be through religion or what have you, but how many learn something new? Learn something new each week. Mm. How many, how many of you, who are in business, attend a business class free online each week. How many? 
now is free. That's what the universe has done for you. It is free. Some of it good, some of it not so good. How many of you watch something inspirational each week? There's stuff on the internet. You know, the time that you're playing Candy Crush and watching that new stupid game Candy Crush, and I say stupid, actually I did mean that. You, you watching this Candy Crush game, you could be learning something about you. I'm not saying don't watch it. That's, that's like with, with, with eating. I'm not saying don't eat all the junk food. What I'm saying is add nutritional food to it. And this is what I'm saying here. Add mental food for thought to what you're already doing. Or, or, or if you can't, or, or if you can't see yourself doing that, as you said before, get something positive out of what you are doing. Make sure that mm-hmm. you know that when you are, like, say, like you are watching a program, that you actually sit down and analyze that program and see how it reflects. So you're, so you, so so you're getting something out of it for yourself. Because I, I always say. We are attracted to particular type of programs because there's something in it for us to mm-hmm. know. If we're mm-hmm. watching it mm-hmm. year in, year out, decade in, yeah. decade out, we're missing the point. Yeah. Because the reason yeah. why you're the reason why you're drawn to it because there's an energy that re, that is reflective of your energy. So therefore, that's why you're drawn to it. So there's something in it for you. But, you know, it's the thing about doing the work, sitting back, taking time out to analyze what you've seen and see how it reflects mm-hmm. in a positive way, your interpretation of positive, not anyone else's, how it reflects in a positive way on your life and how it reflects your life. And then it, it, it gives something back to you as opposed to, you know, just as you were saying before, you know, the person that has, has, that has done the program, you know, um, also, there's a thing of manipulation, but I won't go into that. But, um, you know, like the, 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 the producers or whatever, or the person who has um, made the program, just getting the money from the company because you're watching it. Get something back exactly. for yourself. You know, exactly. it's a two-way thing. It doesn't have to be a one-way street. Exactly. It can be a two-way street. Exactly. Exactly. No, I agree. Well, on that note, Liv, we're rapidly... Um, running out of time yeah. mm-hmm. so what what I would say guys is is simply this do the work re-listen to the show get your highlights get your points what's what's the one thing that's derailing you you change you and how you're thinking and what you're doing and you will change the success in your life you've been listening to an episode of my life my choice and we've listened to what's the one thing that is derailing your success my name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn and my co-host has been Olivia Lashley from London in the UK. She's an expressions coach and artist. I am um, a choice expert and, and, and an intrinsic coach. And, yeah, guys, do the work. And thank you so much for listening, Cheryl. Thank you so much for listening. Love you guys. Love you, sis. Until next time. And we're going go with Bob Marley. Um, who the cat See you Okay. Bye, guys. Right. See Bye, you, Shirley. baby. Love you. Bye. Love you too, darling. Bye. 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 Love you, honey. Bye. Man to man is so unjust. Children, you don't know.
Your worst enemy could be 